This is Family Time 96, and we're talking about dignity and respect. This is part of our social awareness, social-emotional learning competency. We're really looking at perspective-taking and empathy. I've talked about this many times before. I think empathy, in many ways, is the greatest human endeavor it's maybe the highest of human potential because I don't think we can actually ever fully achieve it. It's something to be pursued and not necessarily something to be attained. And I think the most important things in life are that way. It's about the journey. It's about the pursuit. We're never fully able to recognize what other people have gone through from their perspective. We should try, but we're never actually able to feel exactly what someone else feels or think about things exactly the way someone else thinks about things because we don't have the same experiences, the same backgrounds. We don't have the same genetic makeups, all those sorts of things. But it is something worth pursuing. And that really, in a lot of ways, starts with what we're talking about this week, the concepts of dignity and respect. In class, we're going to have a little conversation about what do those terms mean? And I don't mean just a dictionary definition, but what do they mean to us personally? For me, I kind of separate it this way a little bit, those two ideas. To me, the idea of dignity is that everyone inherently deserves a level of respect. And I kind of look at respect in two different ways. There's maybe two types of respects for me. One is sort of that just given respect where everyone deserves to be able to pursue happiness, to pursue their hopes and dreams, to have opportunities. So long as people aren't hurting other people, infringing upon other people's rights, it's that respect that just allowing other people their space and their beliefs. And I think that should be granted. That should be freely given. That's treating other people with dignity is, yes, you are worthy of that very base level of respect that you as a human being inherently have value. You have something to offer. That is offering others a sense of dignity. The other kind of aspect of respect for me is that type of respect that can only be earned. I had that conversation with my 10-year-old daughter recently. We were just discussing respect. And I'll tell my own children that I want them to be respectful to everyone. And what I mean by that is I want them to treat everyone with dignity. And I want them, even when they disagree with others, to present their disagreements in a way that 
acknowledges the dignity of the per other person and is respectful. I don't, I just don't feel like there is a good reason to, to name call, to cut down other people, to denigrate other ideas. I just don't have a lot of time for that. I think it's right and good to stand up for what we believe in, to present our own ideas. But I think, for me, the way to do that in a dignified way, in a respectful way, is by trying to show the good in our own ideas and not cut down the ideas of others or not cut down other people. I, I think of it often as plants in a window. In our house, we have a shelf full of plants that sit in front of a, a large window and the plants naturally bend toward the light. I think people do the same. People will bend toward positivity, will bend toward meaningful, purposeful ideas if we show them how powerful and good they are. That can be hard sometimes. It's a lot easier to attack people. We see it in media all the time. We see it in politics all the time. We see it all over social media. It's become this ever-present part of our existence where we see people attacking others. And that's something that, that worries me about the messages we are giving our younger generation. We all want to be treated with dignity. We all want that base level of respect, but a lot of the images, a lot of the messages we're seeing aren't, aren't reciprocating that, aren't passing that along to other people. That's not a good thing. But the other part of respect that I was talking about is the part of respect that is earned. And when I was talking with my daughter, I said, you know, there are, there are some things that can only be earned. There is a certain level of respect that has to be developed over time. That is part of a relationship. I told my daughter... I like that she questions everything and she doesn't have to have that level of respect for me. I hope that I earn it. And there is a level of respect that just, we're not able to give it freely. It has to be earned. It has to be built. But we're all capable of giving that base level of dignity, of treating other people respectfully. We can decide that we don't agree with other people. We can we not like other people. That's a difficult thing sometimes. I see some of my students struggle with that. When we're young, we kind of, there's a part of us that wants to get along with everybody. And getting along with people isn't bad, but... It's okay to not like everybody. It's okay for other people to not like us. But it's not okay for us to try to strip people of their human dignity. That's not okay. 
And that's where I see a lot of a lot of the messages we receive, a lot of people's actions kind of go in that route. We don't like something, we disagree. So I'm going to attack you as a human being. I'm going to try to tear you down. I don't think there's ever a good reason for that. I don't think there's ever a good reason to be rude. I don't think there's ever a good reason to attack people's beliefs and ideologies in a way that strips them of dignity. We're going to talk about that this week in class. We're going to talk about how we disagree with other people and still give them a sense of dignity, still are respectful when we disagree. And it's it's good to disagree. It's good to stand up for our convictions. The other thing we're going to talk about is the positive contributions of multiple social and cultural groups. That's something, especially where I live in rural Midwestern community, we don't always, we're not always exposed to a lot of different ideologies and cultures it can be a little isolated. I think it is a good thing that, especially this generation, can be easily connected to thoughts and ideas and visuals from all over the world, all different backgrounds, all different belief systems. I think that's a good thing. We're going to talk about how different cultural groups, different social groups, have made positive impacts personally as a society and that can be it can be a difficult thing to discuss especially in a public school setting where i work and some of these discussions have come under fire lately and it's sort of interesting because what i want to advocate in class is being able to discuss these things and look at things and disagree in a dignified and respectful way. And we can do it. I see it all the time in my classroom. People with very different beliefs about things who are able to have a conversation and who don't don't necessarily leave the conversation swaying a person to their side, but are able to acknowledge the validity of the other side and to move forward and to not have it be something where we have to tear down the other side to build our side up. I see us able to do that and I worry, as some people try to try to attack the opportunities to do that because it is it's an important thing that we model for and teach our young people i tell my students all the time i don't need you to think like me i don't need you to feel like me but i do need you to think i do need you to feel for life i need you to do those things 
I know personally, my life is so much richer for the people in it who come from different backgrounds, who have different belief systems, who think and feel and approach things in ways maybe differently than I do. I know all of those interactions and relationships have helped me learn and grow and have helped me take steps down that road toward empathy. So we're going to talk about that a little bit in class this week too. Maybe personal interactions we've had where somebody with a different background did impact us. And sometimes we can have a positive, we can take away something positive from an interaction with someone that we still ultimately don't agree with. And that's okay. I just want my students, I want all of you to keep an open mind about things. And to me, that's part of dignity and respect is being willing to hear out the other side. Being willing to acknowledge other perspectives. It's funny to me sometimes how people will get so deeply entrenched in a thought process and I guess I'm of the opinion we should always be striving to learn more we should always be re-examining even our own thoughts and feelings and if we're constantly re-examining them that doesn't mean we have to give them up we should if we're really truly digging deeper and trying to learn more about our perspective and learn about the perspectives of others, it should help us strengthen our views wherever they may land. And we can change them. But it should help us form a more thoughtful view on everything in life. And I know the more I learn, the less I'm sure I know. Because I'm, oh, I'm, I maybe didn't see that before. I didn't recognize that perspective before. That's not something I thought about before. And then I have to take another step. Well, does that align with what I previously thought? If it does, great. If it doesn't, do I have to tweak what I previously thought about something? That's a process of learning and growing and adapting. And that's what I want all of my students to do. So this week, think a little bit about dignity. Think about respect. Think about how we can interact with other people. Think about how we can disagree with other people and still acknowledge their inherent human dignity. How we can still be respectful towards others. And ultimately, how, how we build respect for other people. That, that type of respect that has to be earned. How do we act in a way that is dignified where we might earn the respect of other people. And to think about how people with different perspectives, how different social and cultural groups have impacted us and impacted society in a positive way. Until next time, have a great week. Much love.